Um, but I, I want to read, we're going to take it back, all right? We're going to take it back to Numbers 21. Numbers 21. And we're going to start in verse 4. Let me set up this story a little bit, okay? Moses, he is uh, in, the, in the wilderness leading all the people of Israel. I've been really fascinated with Moses um, just his leadership and him being able to lead uh, in uh, the situation that he was in. I mean, because they literally traveled and wandered around in the wilderness for 40 years and leading all these people and inspiring them. Hey, keep going. We have 39 more years to go. Let's do this. You know, and it just blows my mind that someone can uh, create that excitement to keep going every single day. But, you know, if you read their stories, you you hear a, a crazy journey along the way. You know, you definitely hear and see the mistakes they made and uh, some of the uh, uh, bad things that took place. So here they are in the wilderness and uh, Moses just went up to the king of Edom and he asked them to pass through the land. The king of Edom said, nope, you may not pass. And as a matter of fact, assembled a huge army to come out against Israel. It was like, you step one foot on my property. I'm going to take you down. So <clears throat> Moses had to go around the land of Edom. And if you follow the map, it's actually crazy. I mean, they're, they're like all over the map, up and down, all around, all over the place. And uh, but then Moses uh, loses his brother. Just a few verses up, Aaron, who's been right by his side, is now gone. Now he's dead. Now Moses is here all alone. And we'll jump in verse four. And it says, <clears throat> then the people of Israel set out from Mount Hor. I hope that's her. We'll call it her. Taking the road to the Red Sea to go around the land of Edom. But the people grew impatient with the long journey and they began to speak against God and Moses. Why have you brought us out of Egypt to die here in the wilderness? They complained. There's nothing to eat here and nothing to drink. And we hate this horrible man. So the Lord sent poisonous snakes among the people and many were bitten and died. Then the people came to Moses and cried out. We have sinned by speaking against the Lord and against you. Pray that the Lord will take away the snakes. So Moses prayed for the people. Then the Lord told him, make a replica of a poisonous snake and attach it to a pole. All who are bitten will live if they simply look at it. So Moses made a snake out of bronze and attached it to a pole. Then anyone who was bitten by a snake could look at the bronze snake and be healed, be healed. All right, first thing that I really want to point out is uh, they, they were on a long journey. They were on a long journey. I don't know about you guys, but I know this season has felt like a long journey for me. This journey has been, uh, I, I lost someone, my, one of my family members. I, uh, just friends who are sick with COVID. So many friends who've lost their jobs and been transplanted to an entire new city trying to do this whole new life. And I know a lot of you feel like this is a long, long journey. I mean, we've been doing this COVID season uh, since uh, March. 
end of February. You know, I remember the emotions at the end of February and starting to talk about like COVID's coming, COVID's coming. Is it coming? I, I don't know. Do we have anything to worry about? And even that can be very emotional of like, I don't know what's ahead. So they're on this long, long journey. And I can relate to this long, long journey. And I grew impatient. I grew impatient. I grew impatient. I want you to see yourself in actually the camp of Israel. There's the people who are on the journey. And then there's Moses who is on the same exact journey as the people. There's two sides here, okay? There's one side who is taking this journey, who filled the hardships, who filled the pain, who feels the hurt, who feels that they're hungry and thirsty and I don't know what the future holds and where is God and take me back to 2019, take me back to 2018, take me back to Egypt. Then there's Moses, the leader. I'm talking to all of you because you are all leaders here. So that's the reason why I want you to put yourself in the picture and ask the question, which side are you on? Which side are you on? The people, they started complaining. Sick of it all. I'm tired of this journey. I'm done with it. Take me back. And then God sends poisonous snakes and these snakes came to bring harm and hurt and definitely did that. And I want you to still see yourself in this picture. And then you see Moses in this picture. All right. And the people who have been bitten are now dying. You know, Moses, he wasn't in uh, the Virgin Islands, kicked back on a uh, on a uh, on a beach somewhere. Right. He wasn't like getting emails like, hey, it's really rough down here. We need you back here. Moses is walking through the land, stepping over corpse corpses. He smells the dead. He sees his friends getting bitten. He sees his friends hurting. And people come up to Moses. They're like, hey, 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 pray to God, pray to God, pray to God. Take away these snakes, take away the snakes. And God does something incredible here, all right? God tells Moses, I want you to make a bronze snake. I want you to put it on a pole. I was just imagining here, if I was Moses, all right, you want me to make a what? I'm trying to get rid of the snakes. Me personally, I hate snakes, all right? My wife is more brave uh, than I am with snakes. Our little bitty grass snakes slithering through there, I'm like, I don't even want to touch it. I'm shooing it away. I don't want no part of it. Get the snakes out of here. I was walking on a trail the other day and I heard a, I'm not 100% sure that was a rattlesnake, but it sounded too much like a rattlesnake and I have never gone down that trail ever again and I don't know if I ever will go down that trail. I hate snakes. So God's telling Moses, I want you to make a snake and I want you to put it on a pole. And it doesn't make sense, right? It's just like, why would you want me to make something that's bringing so much harm to this world? Why would you want me to make something that's hurting so many people? Why, why, why would you ask me to do that? And this is what I feel like God was trying to do in this city. I mean, in this time. This is what I, what I feel like God is telling all of us right now. It's been a long journey. There's been lots of hurt. There's been lots of pain. But for what, what the enemy meant for harm, I'm about to flip that and turn that into good. 
I'm about to take that very thing that is holding people down, that has people crying, and I'm about to flip that sucker, and I'm about to use it for good. And I'm just even looking in this moment, and yes, there's so much hurt, and there's so much pain, and there's so much suffering, but look what God has done with the church. We've got churches on every single block of the city. We got churches representing all over the world. God is flipping what the enemy meant for harm and turning it into good. This is why Joseph, I think, in uh, Genesis 50, 20, he says, you intended to harm me, but God intended it for good to accomplish what is now being done, the saving of many lives, the saving of many lives. And this is the point that I I want to share with you. There's two sides here. Which side will you be on? Will you be on the side that is over here complaining about the situation that we're in? And yes, it's hard. Or will you be the leader that Moses is? And will you take what God is saying? Because he's saying, I'm about to do something new. I'm about to bring something new. I'm about to flip the script on every single thing that is happening around in our world. Will you be a part of that? And it won't make sense. It won't make sense to you. Sometimes we get really comfortable by what makes sense, right? We think that the church only strives when we're in a building. We think that we only strive because we've got the good job. It's interesting about about this snake that that Moses had created. Uh, Years and years later, um, the, the Israelites started using that snake as an idol. Hezekiah, I think it's 2 Kings 18, 2 Kings 18. It says all the people were were burning incense to this snake, this snake that that, uh, Moses created. And Hezekiah came in there and tore it down. What I want you to see here is that the source of strength was never the pole and the snake. The source, the, the snake and the pole was an example. The snake and the pole was to get our eyes off our situation and quit looking down on everything that is happening. The snake and the pole was used to get their eyes. It was actually a foreshadow of Jesus Christ who was on the cross, who died for our sins, who, who every single thing that we have gone through, every battle that we are going to face and have faced has been nailed to the cross. That is what Jesus was trying to paint here. He was trying to get everybody's eyes off of what they have done and what they are going through and get their eyes fixed on Jesus. But sometimes we make it an idol, right? We think we have to have the great job. We think we have to have the good job. We think we have to have church this way in order for us to succeed. And I feel like God is saying, I want you to tear that idol down. I want you to quit and shift that mind, that mindset that you have. And I want you to see that what you are building is not for yourself, but it's actually a tool that I'm going to use to help people get their eyes fixed on Jesus. That's what we're building here. That's what we're doing here. That's where we're going here as a church. I'm excited, I'm telling you, I'm excited, I'm excited. But there has to be a mind shift that we make. There has to be a shift in our posture. Which side will you be on? Will you be on the side that is that is in the situation as hard as it is, as it is and complaining? Or will you be on the side of Moses who says, I don't even know how to build a bronze snake, but let's build this bronze snake. 
It takes some fire. It takes some beating. It takes some building. But I'm going to build this thing. And I don't even know why I'm building this thing. But I trust you, God, because I know that you're going to use this tool to point people to Jesus. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, church. This mindset right here will help us to get to the promised land. This mindset right here will help us to save many for Jesus. Get our mindset off of ourselves and put our mindset and our thoughts on where God is trying to take us and what he's trying to build. He's building something beautiful here. He's building something new and it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to build a snake, but he's building something new here. So get out of our comfort. Let's get out of our old mindset. Let's make that shift in our mind and say, God, what do you want me to do right now? God, I give you my business. God, I recognize that it's not my business. It's not my wife. It's not my husband. It's not my kids who defines me, but it's you that defines me. Lord, what do you want me to build right now? I'm telling you, our pastors, our pastors have been have been hinting and been talking about this new wave. God is building something new, and I believe He's going to start building something new. But our mind shift, our mindset has to shift to where we say, God, whatever you have me build, it is going to be something that I use to help point people to Jesus. Watch what he does. Watch what he does. Watch what he does. I'm telling you, I'm excited, church. It's going to be a good. Our best days are here and now. Our best days are ahead. And we are with you. We are praying for you. We are excited and we love you so much.